Zechariah chapter 9, verse 11. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore double to you. Return to the stronghold, O ye prisoners of hope. Say, I am a prisoner of hope. I am captivated, captured, raptured in God's hope. I am a prisoner of hope. I've been taken captive by hope. I can't run from hope. I can't leave hope. Hope won't leave me alone. I'm surrounded by hope. I'm surrounded by hope. I'm not surrounded by my enemy. I'm surrounded by hope. I I can't help but hope. I can't help myself, but I wake up in the morning. It doesn't matter what the stock market is. It doesn't matter what the naysayers are. It doesn't matter what CNN is saying about Trump or what, what Fox News is doing. It don't matter what things are happening in the world. I am steadfast as a captor of hope. I'm steadfast in hope. The foundation of your life. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, this verse 13 says three things remain faith hope and love there are three things that are foundational in your life faith hope and love on your worst day when everything is gone when your your dog bites you and runs away that's a bad day You still have faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love, the Bible says, remains. It remains in this world. Faith, hope, and love remains when everything is in disarray. The Christian, the believer, the one that is righteous, the one that has received the blood of Jesus Christ has faith, hope, and love on the worst day. You have faith. Undeniable faith. You've been given a measure of faith. Hope. The Bible says in Romans 5, 5, hope no longer disappoints us. Hope no longer disappoints us. Hope will not be deterred from your life. Hope will not be deterred. Your heart in this season will not become sick. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But Romans 5, 5 says hope no longer disappoints us. We will not be disappointed by what happens in this world. Hope is propelling us. We are prisoners of hope. We, we are captivated by hope. Why would, be, why would be 
be distracted and captured by anything less than hope. I am captured. I am in captivity with hope. This season, we're breathing hope. I, I, I declare, even as Sherry was declared, persevere. Stand and in all things stand and you shall see the deliverance of the Lord. Where? In the land of the living. It's our time to overcome. Sherry had some things in 2015 that she wrote out. 2015 came to an end and she's like, oh my God. And you want me to share about the goodness of the Lord when none of my prayers are answered. Yet we persevere. 2016 came. 2017 came. And seven of the eight answers came forth to the problems. We got to keep on standing. We got to keep on believing. We got to keep on standing upon the foundations of faith, hope, and love. These things remain now and they shall remain into eternity. These things will never pass away. Faith, hope, and love will always be. It's something that we can count on. It's something that we can stand on. It's something that we can believe from. There will always be hope. There will always be the unconditional, non-negotiable love of a father pursuing you. The relentless love of God. There's a relentless love of God that is chasing you down. He's leaving the covered. He's leaving the healed. He's leaving the 99. And he's running after you today. He's relentless coming after you. But, but I haven't been good. But I haven't been necessarily obedient. I haven't necessarily kept all of his statutes and did all his laws. I, I haven't. I missed him. I wasn't obedient this year. Can I say unconditional, non-negotiable, relentless love of God. In your defense, I stand in the gap today and I say to you, you have a God that has unconditional, non-negotiable, relentless love that is chasing you down in and around every corner, down every back alley, over the hills and through the valleys and he's looking for us today. He's looking for you on this last day of December 19 or 2017. I'm having a flashback. At least I'm not having menopause and I'm having hot flashes. Your love is I said man on pause. Not man on pause. <laughs> on this day, I want to say it's not too late. It's not too late. Your love is relentless. It's not too late. It's not too late. The non-negotiable, unconditional, relentless love of God wants to permeate out of your being. He first loved us. 
He first loved us so that we could, in, in, in exchange, release the love of the Father into this realm. When was the last time you were relentless in your love for your neighbor or for your child? When was the last time you had unconditional love, non-negotiable love? The world is waiting for true love to arise and shine. The world is waiting for the unconditional love of the Father to rise in the midst of his people. This is not a guilt trip. This is a potential speak. This is not guilt. This is not shame. This is potential. God has given us such a great potential in this community. Belleville used to be called Belleville the Good, the beautiful city. Why? Because homeless people knew if they could just get to Belleville, they would find a meal. Three restaurants this Christmas opened their doors. Shoeless Joe's and Earl's and Angelo's. And there was one other one I would love to give them mention. There's three restaurants in Belleville that open up their doors on Christmas to share in our community for anybody that was alone. For anybody that needed a meal, somebody that was eating alone. It wasn't necessarily just the homeless. Belleville shall be beautiful again because the beautiful people are releasing the breath of God and the unconditional love of the Father into this realm. I've been talking about moving back to the reserve. This morning I said, Dad, I don't want to leave this beautiful city when everything's just about to get real good in here. It's the beautiful city. Belleville. He's hunting down your families. He's relentless coming after you to pour out blessings upon you that you cannot contain. Get ready to be overtaken by the blessings of the Lord. Get ready to receive unsolicited relief. Get ready to receive answers for things you didn't even pray about. I have a hunch that in 2018, God wants to show his, the majestic, sovereign side of him. He's about to rule in your favor. And guess what, Gary? It's very unfair. His favor is very unfair. The unfair favor of God is about to chase you down and overtake you. The relentless love of God is about to come over you and displace everything that is hindering you and stopping you and containing you from fulfilling your purpose. You've been placed here on purpose with a purpose. And you're about to fulfill every dot and every crossing of a T. You're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss a thing. In this season, he's hunting you down. He's hunting you down. He's looking for you. He's looking for ways to bless you. 
because he unconditionally loves you. Amen. Can anybody agree with that this morning? Say, I receive in Jesus' name. Can you guys give the, the worship and the praise team a, a thank you? Come on, thank you. Thank you, guys. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for plowing. Hallelujah. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in this day. I'm so happy to be with you. Last Sunday, I was writhing in pain because of surgery on my left foot. They put two Frankenstein-style needles in my heel and pumped it full of freezing, and they might as well just shot it right through because it didn't take. I can show you pictures. You got, Pastor Kevin has them. Can you put them up on the... What's that? Yes. Yeah, we're starting the fast next week, and we're helping you get rid of whatever's in your system. But I, this is the first time I had a boot on in a week. Yeah, thank God for moccasins. Amen. Some good old Indian stuff. Actually, it's probably made in Hong Kong. Is <laughs> Bless the Hong Kongians. Can you say this after me? Say, Father God, in Jesus' name. I declare, Holy Spirit, come on, you can say, Holy Spirit, I declare, you Lord, over my mind, my will, and my emotions. Father God, I declare, Holy Spirit, Lord, over my body. My body is the heel of the Lord. I don't care what it's trying to say. You will obey. You are the healed of the Lord. You are not a sanctuary for sickness. You are not an incubator for infirmity. You are body. Hear me. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And you are the healed of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I declare Holy Spirit. Lord, over this day, over this year, over the year to come, over 2018, Holy Spirit, you will be complete Lord over every area of my life in 2018. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God one more hand clap of praise if you could. Hallelujah. You're a good, good God. You're a good, good God. Come on, let's give him one more. Hey, come on. Hallelujah. Hey. 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 Ho. Hey. <laughs> Woo. This is my divinely designed day. If you don't want yours, I'll take it. There's lots of treasures that are available for you today. He's been hiding them for you 
for a specific season and reason, but from the enemy. He's hiding them in the midst of the dark places and the valleys that you've been going through. If I titled 2017, I would, I would title it now with 2020 vision and hindsight as the great and terrible day of the Lord. I've seen wonderful things. I've seen terrible things. I've seen victories and I've seen valleys. I've seen tribulations and I've seen triumphs. I've seen pays and I've seen paydays. I've seen crowns and I've seen crowns of thorns. Anybody had one or two bad days in 2017? It was a bit of a plow, was it? There were some circumstances that seemed really real that tried to take us out. I had a fairly significant one happen to me on June 8th, about 10 o'clock at night, maybe, maybe 9, 9, 9.15. And I fought it for about 45 minutes. Jesus, 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 help me, help me, help me. Finally, 45 minutes later, Tammy rushes me down. I was inconveniencing her baking. Really? You're having a heart attack. We have a wedding in three days, and you are having a heart attack. It wasn't quite that bad. Close. If you know my wife, she likes her traditions. And she likes to be busy, and she likes to not deviate from her plan. That has its really strong, great points. But when you're heart, having a heart attack, not so much. That wasn't in the plan. So, no, she drove me down and um, stuck a blood clot busting needle in me. They did, Tammy, bringing clarity here. The doctors did, and, and I finally got some relief. Um, we've seen things that we've had to stand and persevere through. I want to decree and declare over you this day that in 2018, you're about to be taken out of your problems. And God, Jesus Christ, the way maker, is about to take you into your promises. Don't get too excited. God's about to take you out of the problem. He's about to show up and show off. He's about to chase you down through the valleys and through the, around the dark places. And he's looking and he's about to break you free. The two million Israelites didn't even believe that they were about to be set free. The average Israelite that was held captive by the Egyptians, most of them were just along for the ride. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. He's about to show up 
and he's about to take you from one place and place you another. You're about to be transferred from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of the love of his son. You're about to be placed in your place. You're about to spend some time in the palace. You're about to come out of captivity and you're about to be crowned with glory. Oh, that sounds like a bunch of hype, sir. Call it what you want. Just take it. Call it what you want, but I wanna, I'm here to tell you today, give in and give up to God. As somebody that is a prisoner of hope. I'm a prisoner of hope. I'm an ambassador of hope. I've come here this morning with mounds and mounds of hopium. But I can lead you to the mound, but I can't make you smell it. Come on, somebody. Give me something. I know you got ham, and you got turkey, and you got prime rib, and you got all these things that you're looking for. You stay right there, sir. But God has a feast for you here this morning. Turn to John, the book of John. Let's go to John chapter 20. Father God, we thank you. Where the Holy Spirit is made Lord, there is liberty. We thank you for liberty, Lord God, this morning in signs and wonders and miracles. Thank you for liberty, Lord God, this morning. In the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, might, and the fear of the Lord. We thank for liberty, Lord God, in words from heaven. Thank for liberty, Lord God, in every area and aspect of our lives. We thank you that we're set free in every way from anyone's control. This morning, I thank you for freedom and liberties that we have because of the lordship of Holy Spirit that we have declared and we have made here this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So we have been, uh, try to get rid of a couple things here. We're planning this time of prayer. This time to set aside. And I want, to, I want to tell you that your words matter. That in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And nothing was made that except it was made by the word. John chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. Jesus Christ is the word of God. We find out 11 verses later in John chapter 1 verse 14 where we beheld the glory of that of the only begotten of the Father. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father. We, the word spoke forth and created everything and I want to tell you your words matter. 
And we are going into a season of 21 days where we are supplicating, where we are crying out, where we are praying, where we are coming into one accord, where we are believing together that God is about to move in our beautiful city of Belleville. We're going to come together and make some declarations. What you decree today will be established tomorrow. He created everything that you see in this atmosphere, in this realm, in this environment that we call planet Earth. All of these things were created by a power of a word. Jesus says, the words that I speak to you, they're spirit and they are life. Your words that you speak are spirit. And will they be life? Or will we continue to rehearse the curse? If you rehearse the curse, you might as well back up the hearse and jump on board. But we are not one of those that shrink back in the day of battle. We, we are ones that draw the sword of the Spirit and declare the Word of God in this realm. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. We are, we are about to pull the Word of God out of the, out of the sheath of our lives, out of the abundance of our heart. We're about to declare some things into the heavenlies and see some things shift and change. Say, my words matter. Come on, my words matter. My words are powerful and shift and change my atmosphere and my environment. I create with my words. This world responds to what it was made up out of. This world And the circumstances that you are in right now are all created by words. And they will respond to words of faith. The Bible says, add your faith to your words. But I don't have, yes you do. At the beginning of the service, these three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. These things remain, whether you believe it or not, they remain. Faith, hope, and love remains. You have faith. Add your faith to your words and see your circumstances begin to change. We are coming together for 21 days. We're coming together for four Tuesdays back to back. And making declarations in your lives will never be the same. Faith, hope, and love is the foundation that allows the kingdom of God to come and rule and reign in our lives. Prayer is the vehicle in which the kingdom of God comes into this realm. 
There's some things that we have to lay down. We have to lay down maybe that extra hour of sleep. We've got to lay down maybe that extra entertainment. We've got to lay down maybe the fork. We've got to lay down the spoon. We've got to lay down some things, and we need to begin to decree and declare into this realm so that the kingdom of God can be established. You have faith, hope, and love, but you need to release and call forth and walk in. Bring the kingdom to this realm. It's time that we live in our the reality of our righteousness. It's time that we have the, the peace that passes all understanding. And it's time that we have the joy that, that is complete and full of his glory. And this is the season that we're going to step into it and bring forth the kingdom of God to be manifested in this realm so that we would be able to live the fullness that God has designed for us to participate in this season for such a time as this. We are rising and about to shine like never before. The kingdom of God is about to be established in Belleville like never before. You are about to have a revelation of righteousness. Pastor Kevin, on Tuesday, will deliver a word that will make you feel 10 foot tall and bulletproof this Tuesday. I would not miss it. If you got to leave now to get ready for Tuesday, I would because I wouldn't miss it. I got your number. There's a reality of our righteousness that must be manifested into our souls. See, you're, you're, why do I cry loud and spare now? Why do I, 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 I encourage people to pray? Why, why am I always after you to guard your heart and not rehearse the curses? Because your words matter. Your words create. Isaiah chapter 48, verses 6 and 7. Shows us that God, and says that God did not create everything in the beginning. What? God did not create everything in the beginning. The Bible says that in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 6, it says, I am creating some things right now. How is he creating them? Through the extension of his creation. He's put the word of life in your mouth. He's put the, the word of God in your heart. And out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is about to decree and declare something and shift the problem that's been dogging you. Shift the enemy that's been attacking you. Come against everything that's been uh, delaying the response of your blessing. Unfair favor is about to overwhelm you, about to overtake you. Can somebody say unfair favor? Unfair favor. Unfair favor. Unfair favor. I, I just see over the McFall family, unfair favor. I just see the unfair favor. Unfair favor. I, I, that, the evangelistic calling through the airwaves increasing. Unfair favor. Evangelistic anointing flowing out of the McFall. The McFall family. Legacy will not be stifled by mere man. 
legacy will not be stopped by mere circumstances. But the unfair favor of God is about the yaresh, and about to produce. The loving kindness of God is overwhelming the McFall family in this season. The unfair favor of God is about to create. When the enemy tried to decimate and tried to dictate, God is going to cause his unfair favor to rise in the midst of the McFall family and legacy shall be established in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you is already condemned and shall, shall be proven wrong. The unfair favor of God is about to overtake you. Can I get a better amen somewhere? The unfair favor of God is about to come over you. Say, say I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Already. Say already. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus right now. Psalms 5.12 says, For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. Say, that's me. Come on, that's me. Psalms 5.12 says, For surely, O Lord, for surely. John Tom says, for surely, surely. See, there, there's some matter of facts in the Bible. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. Say, that's me. Thank you, three people. For surely, Lord, I bless the righteous. I surround them with my favor as with a shield. Say, I take some of that. I'll take some of that. I will take my favor shield into this new year. Matter of fact, that favor shield is going forth in front of me. It's displacing the enemy and attracting my harvest in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Did anybody find John chapter 20? A while ago? About eight days ago? Hallelujah. I don't think I'm going to get into this word very far. But we will have it posted on Desert Stream tomorrow. And I'll, I'll put something out on Facebook. Uh, but it, we are in a season of the Waymaker. We're in the year of the Waymaker. Let me just read a couple of things to you. How many people need a way to be made for you? How many people are kind of sick and tired of of going around that mountain. That, that scenery is pretty, but I don't want to see it anymore. How many want to go out of the wilderness and into the promised land? How many people want to come out of Egypt and come into the promised land? How many want to come, into the, come out of their captivity? How many want to come out, out of your problems? How many people want to come out of your pain? Last Sunday morning, I didn't think the pain was ever going to leave my foot. I was like, my God, how am I going to handle this? This for surely shall pass. 
What you're going through is not your epitaph. What you're going through is, is not who you are. Your, your identity is not in your problem. Your identity is not in your pain. Your identity is not in your circumstance. Your identity is not in your past. Your identity is not in your hereditary curse. Your identity is not in your sin. Your identity is not in your frailty of your flesh or the failure of your past. Your identity is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Your identity is in the blood sacrifice of the body of the creator of the universe. Your identity is in the dream of God. Your identity is in the purposes of God that he planned for you to come to this people plan for such a time as this as an answer to this round. Say, I am an answer. You've heard me say it, but you, you need to hear it again. You're an answer that is being delivered. You're not a problem to be solved. You're an answer being delivered. You're not somebody's pet project to be solved. We need, we need to get rid of our codependence. We need to get rid of our, our um, victim's mentality. And we need to understand you're not a captor from the enemy. You're, you're, not a, a, you're not a prisoner of your problem. You're not a prisoner to your past, you are a prisoner of hope as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You, we have to shift the way we think. We cannot think, I could be sitting somewhere rocking back and forth with my thumb in my mouth in the fetal position, but I said no. That's it. I said no. make a cute baby but I say no I said no to a victim's mentality I, I say no to the circumstance I say no to the, I say no to the frailty I say no to the I say no and I decree and declare I am a prisoner of hope today my God help me Jesus you have John chapter uh, 20 This is the season of the Waymaker. I have some really interesting facts about the number 18. And you can read that later. Um, it's an interesting fact about the, the eighth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which is Chet. The last number in 2018 is Chet, which, which looks like a doorway. Not like Dalit. Dalit is the fourth number of the Hebrew language that looks like a door. We're not in front of a door. We're in front of an entranceway. We're in front of a gate. 2018 is a, is a gateway and an entranceway into the deeper things of the kingdom of God. 2017 has been your setup for your get up so you can go up. You're about to Go through the entranceway of the kingdom of God. Because everything you went through in this last year, I've never wanted a year to pass more than 2017. I want to tell you. I'll just be honest. I've never said that before. 2017 was a tough year. Almost dying makes it a tough year. I just want to let you know. 
those things. Uh, it's caused me to sharpen up. It's caused me to, to cling on to the cross. It's caused me to plead the blood. It's caused me to draw a little closer. It's caused me to tighten down the hatchet. It's caused me to ready myself for what God is about to do. And the Bible says if you make your calling and election sure, there will be an abundant, you will not stumble, but there will be an abundant entranceway that enters into the kingdom of God. An abundant entranceway will be made available to you. I want to tell you there's an abundant entranceway being made ready and available for you right now. All you have to do is open up your eyes and see and look and find what, what entranceway that God has for you to walk through in 2018. Get ready for God for surely will come bring this to pass. You are about to enter into your very best days if you can just believe. Say give me grace for the race in Jesus name. Joel, welcome back. He said, pointing at a kid, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Don't leave. You're a mechanic. God's revealing some things to me. Sharp so far. Am I right? Am I, am I right? This is going good. Yes. But God says you're more than a mechanic. You're an inventor. And the Lord says that you're in this season. Open up your eyes to find the treasures that he has hidden in the inside of you, in the recesses of your mind. You're about to bring forth inventions, even in mechanics, that are going to create things and create wealth for you and your family and create legacy. You're about to step into some bigger and better things than you even dreamed about. He's about to surprise you. There's about to be a suddenly of an ingenious idea, but it's been stored up on the inside of you. So get ready for the blessing of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I've been looking for you all morning. What are you doing being a good father and taking care of your kids? Jeez, Louise. So we're entering through a doorway this year. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Say, I am a son of new beginnings. Okay, all the daughters in the place, you can say that. I am a daughter of new beginnings. Eight is the number of new beginnings. How many people need to put a, the uh, reset button for 2018? Anybody? I want, I want the reset and I want the easy button. Say, I am a kingdom person who's a son and daughter of new beginnings. We're sons and daughters of new beginnings. It was on the sixth day that God created man. But it was on his eighth declaration that they came forth. God created man on the sixth day, but it was on the eighth declaration. How many people know that David was the eighth son of Jesse? The eighth son of new beginnings 
would never be without authority in the land. The throne would never leave the eighth son. Say, I am that eighth son. Amen. Every day is a new beginning. Every day has new mercies. Every day has new potentials. Every day is a reset. You need to know that God has prepared a way for you every day of your life. You need to know that you are a prisoner of hope and that you have faith, hope, and love as a, that of a foundation of your life. And you have the potential to make demands on righteousness, peace, and joy every day of your life. These are six things that make you indomitable and impossible to have anything but victory every day if you understand that you have faith, hope, and love as your foundation and you have the potential to call forth your righteousness, your peace, and your joy to come and manifest upon your life and begin to create everything that you need to fulfill and dominate and be an answer to this realm. Amen? I sense that this year will be without the trappings of earned deserve and many Holy Spirit outpourings will seem without rhyme or reason, just simply his mercy and his grace. The supernatural suddenlies will be just that. Beautiful, exciting surprises. And at many moments, there will be unsolicited relief. I've seen smatterings of this where a, truck, a check shows up at the right time from an, a place I would never expect a check to come from. Unsolicited relief. How many people could use a check to show up and bring some unsolicited relief? 2018 has this feeling of redemption and deliverance. 2018, the year that we will see the Lord make a way where there was no way. He's about to make a way out of your problems, but also into your promises. Does anybody have John chapter 20? Verse 19, on the evening of that first day of the week, Sunday, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for the fear of the Jews, Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace with you. He's about to show up and go beyond the locked doors. He's about to show up and go beyond the walls of fear. He's about to show up and walk beyond your circumstance. He's about to show up and walk beyond that containment. He's about to show up and walk beyond that disease. He's about to show up and walk beyond everything that's trying to stop you from fulfilling your purpose. He's about to come in and, and it's coming at a time you're not expecting him. He shows up and, and gives him the Gives them the answer. John chapter 20, verse 26. This is one week later on the eighth day. Somebody say on the eighth day. I am a son of new beginnings. God shows up on the eighth day. The, the eighth, the number of new beginnings. He shows up on the eighth day. In verse, in, in verse chapter 26, it says, after eight days... 
his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, and the doors began to shut, the door, and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Once again, he walks through the circumstance and he stands in the midst of, of the fear, in the midst of the torment, in the midst of failure, in the midst of doubt, and he says, peace to you. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving but believing. Say, I am a believer, not a doubter. And Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have believed, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those that have not seen and yet believe. Jesus shows up and makes a way where there is no other way. He, if you felt like you've missed it in the last season, I want to say the devil is a liar. If you feel that everything is, is gone to pot, if you feel that things are, are not the way you thought they should be, I, I wanted to give God another chance. Give, keep standing, keep believing. Because if you believe when you don't see, the Bible says you are makarios, you are blessed. Because you haven't seen that healing, because you haven't seen that breakthrough, because you didn't see that relationship mended, because you didn't see those things, the Bible says you are makarios. It means you are missing nothing. There's a place that in God that you will not miss it and it will not be broken. And you, I want to tell you this morning, you have not missed him. He is coming for you and will make up the time. He'll make up the way. He'll make up the finances. He will heal you and propel you into your best moments. I have one minute of my 15 minutes of grace that I've already taken. Every locked door in your past season, every blocked entrance will not be stopped by the way maker in this one. Jesus is about to show up even in the midst of the frailty of your flesh. Jesus, the way maker, is about to show up regardless of the failure of your past. The way maker is going to show up even though he knows both the frailty of your flesh and the failure of your past. Just as he did for Thomas. He was not angry at Thomas. He actually came back specifically for Thomas. He's not angry with you either. He understands. The good shepherd is about to leave the 99 and go get the one. He's about to come after you. He's about to come past the walls of doubt and the containments of fear and stand in the midst of it all and say, peace be still to every one of your circumstances. He's about to show up and with peace for all those who have given up. You've given up in the last season. I want to say he's coming for you. He's about to show up and with the joy for all those that have been overwhelmed with depression. He's about to show up with a gift of righteousness and said, I paid the price for your righteousness. I forgive you. I accept you for who you are. And I am loving you with an everlasting love. My loving kindness that I release to you in this season will sustain and make a way for your greatness. Stand with me this morning. The season of the waymaker is upon us. He's about to make a way like he did for Moses and the, and the people of Israel out of their problems. You're about to come out of your problems. You're about to come out of your pain. But he's not going to leave you in the wilderness. He's going to take you into your promised land. 
It's going to take you from your problems and into your promises. Can I find somebody to believe this morning? He's not impressed with your frailty or your, your failure. He's not impressed. He doesn't say, oh, my me, what am I going to do? He wouldn't say, oh, my God, because he is God. He's not caught off guard. He's the Alpha and the Omega. And his loving kindness has never changed. His unconditional love has never changed. His non-negotiable love has never changed. His relentless love is still tracking you down. He's a good, good father. And you are loved by him. Father God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you as we leave this year. Giddy up. And we, Lord God, are propelled into greater levels of the kingdom, greater levels of righteousness revealed, greater level of peace permeating, greater levels of joy that is complete and absolutely full of your glory. As we go out in joy and we let forth in peace, and the mountains and hills will begin to burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. As we arise and begin to shine and receive your goodness, Lord God, I'm asking, Open up our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our minds to perceive what you have for us this year. Can you just say that, this after me? Say, Father, Father open, my eyes to see, open my eyes to see, my ears to hear, my, ears to hear, my mind to perceive, my mind to perceive the, goodness the goodness that you have for me in 2018. In Jesus' name. Can you give God one more hand clap of praise? I just release you. I, I bless you. Uh, look forward to seeing you next year on Tuesday night. Tuesday morning at 8, Tuesday night. But if you need prayer, I, there's some people with a small back um, in the small of your back. Um, that God wants to heal, some back issue God wants to heal. Um, if you need prayer this morning, if you need pain relief, come on up and we'll pray for you this morning. But we bless you and look forward to all the great things that God has for us. In Jesus' name, amen.